0: Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help.
1: Call EBA Hearing & Sound today, 674-8920. That's
0: 674-8920. Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true. Your trade-in is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Coffee Avenue, or online at primarymotors.com.
2: Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders. Furniture is our passion.
0: Every three hours in the U.S., a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Every day. Three hours. Making the safe choice is always the right choice, especially around railroad tracks and trains. You can stop track tragedies. Recognize the signs. Make safe choices. Share the message. See tracks. Think train. Visit oli.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, Wyoming Operation Lifesaver, and this
3: station. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
0: The Sharedamedia.com online summer auction ends tonight. Now, have you seen the family organizer, Hutch, from Carol's Furniture on the online auction? It has six soft-close drawers. This is a quality piece. It retails for over $2,000. The starting bid, $999. See all the items and bid now because our summer auction ends tonight at SheridanMedia.com. Food, health, beauty, entertainment, and more.
3: This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey.
4: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, with me this morning is Sheridan Police Chief Travis Kultiska and Captain Tom Ringley. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Floyd. Now, uh, how are things going down at the station?
5: It's uh, starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, we haven't really had a slow time, <laughs> things have yeah. been pretty consistent. But, you know, there's, I've noticed there's an influx of people in town, and it's, we're finally starting to get some nice weather. And with that, people want to get out and about, and it just causes an issue here and there. Yeah, just wanting to, you know, come out of that cabin fever, and we're finally starting to, you know, get out of winter and get some warm weather. So that's normal. Now, with uh,
4: the rising fuel costs, uh, I was wondering if that had an effect on your budget down there. I mean, it, when you, when you sit down, chief, to budget in. Uh, do you give yourself like a an
5: inflation overhead? Absolutely, you do. We have you to do. Um, yeah. knowing that, and and I think fuel costs they they've soared way above just the normal inflation rate. So we're always building expected inflation rates into our budgets and all products, but it's it's outgrowing us. I mean, it inflation continues to grow, and and we're really monitoring it, and it it will cause some. Some reconsideration on some things once in a while, our, our need to haves versus our nice to haves, um, so that we can maintain a, the level of service that our community deserves and expects. But yeah, fuel costs are are, are going to be a, an issue, and we don't and that's the problem we don't know when it's going to stop. Yeah. So I, yeah. Have to, I have to build a budget, and we started this budget process back in February, and fuel prices have soared since February and continued to grow. So. I'm using February numbers to to make the budgetary allocation. Um, thankfully, you know there's mechanisms in place that when these kind of things hit us, um, we have we have ways we have, um, to continue to provide the services. You know, we can't just say, "Hey, our fuel budget's out; we're not driving or patrolling." Oh, right, right. Anyway. It's not right. an option. Um, sorry, we can't respond to your emergency services because emergency call because we don't have any gas money. We have mechanisms in place to to cover that, but it's really a, um, budgeting is. Is um, one of those things you just kind of doesn't always work out because cause all the things are outside of our control. You got to project can yeah. We have to project. We have to project revenues versus expenses, and we do the best we can. And we've done a very very good job of it as a city as a whole. I mean, we put a million dollars into reserve account um, into our cash reserve account, which is um, moving towards building that reserve account to fifty percent of a of a yearly operating expense. Gives you some some of that cushion on when things do. Um, turned down, so having that reserve account as well, we can we can tap into that if we absolutely need to.
4: Well, that's good to hear. But at the same time, you know, I we just we got to thinking down here at the office with these massive fuel costs. Our our law enforcement, it, literally, that is a huge component of of what you do. You have to drive around and check it, things. It out. is. I
6: mean, on a night shift, it's nothing to put a hundred miles on a car during the course of twelve hours. Wow. Um So if you multiply up by three to six. Yeah. Um, Especially in the summer, every every day, it it does add up. Um, I think the only reason the way uh, fuel costs would impact us is if we had, if we're thinking about someone driving the training a thousand miles away, but but we don't have any of that on our schedule right now. Yeah. Luckily, a uh, a lot of the training has gone online, hasn't it? it's gone online and also we have our in-house training um we we train ourselves or or we bring people in we we have certified trainers um to keep everyone certified um and i guess it's one benefit of the pandemic there is more uh training via zoom type type calls and online
4: and uh, just like any other family you kind of look at your budget and say okay well maybe next year cuz this year we're going to have to Spend it on fuel, Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. uh, We all kind of have to put those like-to-haves, like you said, off to the side and uh, budget this in. Uh, But it is good to hear that we are seeing people come into town anyway. Uh, Now, with what's going on in Yellowstone, uh, do you think that that will affect us? Well, I can tell you it already
5: has. I talked to Sean Parker with Sheridan County Travel and Tourism on Monday. Uh, he said that the Sheridan's full and the parking lot up at the the rest area was completely full of travelers that were trying to get to Yellowstone and then they shut all the gates Yeah. and they stopped right there. And so then they're like, well, let's spend some time in Sheridan. So we've seen an increase. Uh, Sean, not anecdotally, Sean has seen increase in people in our community because they were traveling through. This may have been a stop for a day, but. They got stuck here for longer than that because they, all the gates to Yellowstone were closed.
4: Yeah. And so let's take a little time and get to know Sheridan a little yeah. bit, which is a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a, kind of a, a good side effect of something absolutely horrible. But
6: yeah. But remember, as us locals say, there's no fish in the Bighorns or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like
5: yeah. The case, all, all the I fish are in Yeah, the they're rivers.
6: all gone. They're <laughs> all gone.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, Sheridan uh, is a busy place during the summer, and hopefully it will be a very busy place this coming summer. How has summer gone so far besides uh, what we already know?
6: It's gone very well. We've already had some uh, large events, such as uh, the Dead Swede uh, Bicycle event and the Sheridan Trail Ve- Fest event at Kendrick Park. And we barely knew there was anything going on um, from the law enforcement aspect. I think we had some people stop by. And we might have seen some bicycles on the road, but all these events are, we take care of all of the, any um, exigency on the front end. Um, so everything's planned, so we don't have to police an event. Um, we will stop by and visit it. Another uh, example is Third Thursday, which is coming up this week. Tomorrow? Um, tomorrow, even. Um, we will have two officers there, um, but it's more just to make people feel safe and. For them to visit with people it's not they're not there it's, it's strictly policing to, yeah. police, to police the event um but dead Swede did a great job uh trail fest did a great job and um we see a smooth uh summer coming up for us
4: boy the dead Swede had a lot of riders this it, year it, it is.
6: It? sometimes there's a, a little bit of an impact i know i got held up at um highland and laux um on a saturday morning but Held up, it was maybe two turns of the light, and they were all through it, and it was a total of four minutes, and it was no big deal. Um, as I always remind people, just during this busy time of year or when it snows, just plan your plan your schedule a little bit and add five minutes, and everything will be fine. I mean, you, you're we're watching people have a good time mm-hmm. and enjoying our town.
4: Absolutely, and, and my goodness, what was it? I think the last number that I heard from the sheriff's department was around 722. Which wow! What a great number. Uh, seven hundred twenty-two riders. Yeah, seven hundred twenty-two riders on that. That's and you yeah, got
5: take like the—they're the, in town. They're enjoying our community. They're eating at our local eateries and they have family. Yeah, they have a family and, and people accompany them. So yeah, that's a great economic impact to the city for such a, a almost zero cost to any yeah, operation. I'm, yeah, <laughs> we
6: really? we base our response on past events. Dead suite's always been a good event. Um, Rodeo Week has a bit more history of um, getting uh, a little rowdy and, and people, <laughs> well, people acting just silly. Yeah. Um, so therefore, we have a, we will have an increased po- presence as police officers to uh, m- mitigate any any uh, violations because we still want people to um, enjoy themselves, but still, are we're a data-driven department and data shows us we have more problems downtown during Rodeo Week.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's. A- Go by the numbers, and uh, you'll rarely be wrong. Now, uh, did the security of the Dead Swede or the the Trail Fest pose any different challenges that you hadn't faced before, or anything new at all, or yeah, this it, was just a very
6: it had zero easy had going? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we, we we didn't change any time off. It's um, because they almost all the events in Sheridan had run really well. We don't have to have anyone present. Yeah. Um, we may like, once again, for third Thursday, we may have people present because we, we want to have people there and there's kind of a, a PR benefit from it, but we third Thursday would go just fine if, if we weren't there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, generally human beings uh, are, are generally good. Everyone is pretty much just after the same thing yeah. to have a good time. To, you know, take care of their family and friends. I, I mean, beyond that, well, I, I, I just think people sometimes get a perception that, uh, you know, there's there's multiple villains out there.
6: No, it, it's a few. And we're not going to let a few people ruin a good time for the vast majority. And that's usually what it is. Remember, people don't seem to think that um, – to take public intoxication, for instance. Yeah, the, the point is to make sure people don't die. Um, yeah because that's the way the statute reads. They've got to be able to take care of themselves. But also think about the families out on a nice summer evening walking children around. They don't want to see some, someone laying down on the sidewalk, which happens. Or um,
4: screaming curse words yeah. or things right. like so that's that. That's why yeah. it
6: falls under the disorderly conduct um, ordinance. So, um, But once again, almost everyone does a great job and they enjoy themselves. It's the same small percentage of people that... Um, require a response from us
4: yeah 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 i think people are intrinsically good i i really do feel that now uh with uh some of the events that are coming up what do we got uh, just around the corner we've got third thursday
6: uh what else do you have yeah. um, third thursday is a big one that we're excited about um on the horizon is the um is radio week which is historically the you know speaking of data again it's our it's our busiest week of the year um this year is going to be a little different because, as of right now, there's there's no street dance. And I'd like to remind everyone that one of the big misconceptions is that neither that that either the Sheridan Police Department or the city plans a street dance, which is false. Um, that's up to the event organizers th- th- to do. But so far, no one's put in a permit for a street dance. This year, um, we have a lot more smaller events going on spread out um, throughout the downtown area. Um, everything from the the uh, concerts at the Pony. Um, there are plans in the works, I think, for something on Grinnell and on Broadway, and maybe by Blacktooth Brewery. So we, we like that because it disperses the crowd, and it gives it also gives all the businesses a chance to uh, participate in the uh, in, in the crowds in town.
4: Yeah. Now we've got that Bighorn Trail Run coming up a that'll coincide yeah. with uh, our third Thursday. Are any Streets gonna be shut down to your knowledge? The,
6: the only street shut down that for that is the alley um between the best western and or that the alley um west of the best western. And that's so uh the runners can drop their baggage off at a trailer to get hauled up onto the uh onto the, the trail.
4: So um you'll have to forgive me, I don't know a lot about the Bighorn Trail, Run. I, I don't think they had it last year.
5: No, it was twenty they didn't have it. I think they ran There's it last a, year if I yeah. remember correctly. Um, I could be mistaken, but that's been a, a very good o- ongoing event. I mean, there are 1,100 runners My um, for coming in for this. Is what I heard. Brave
2: souls. Which is amazing. Yeah,
5: I've 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 run the 18 miler twice. Uh, never again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ever. I got duped into it two times um but you know 18 mile, off, 36 mile, 50 mile and a 100 miler. My goodness. Uh, those are some amazing athletes that are able to do that consistently and uh but again that's another one of those um very low impact events to the Sheridan Police Department. The runners are in town. They get in town early. There'll be a lot of them downtown thir- today cuz I think the 100 milers take off tomorrow morning. Yeah.
6: Yeah, and there I may be a, right. a block blocked off near a, a brewery or something yeah. for, for the event, but that's minimal but impact. Very yeah, very minimal yeah. impact
5: for us as, as a police department, um, but another great impact to the community. Yes. And so we're very excited about that and wish all those runners luck not to get chased by a moose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be it terrible. It you finish a little faster, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good luck to them all. We wish them all the best of luck.
4: Now, during these types of uh, events and the Y.O. Rodeo, uh, because the YO rodeo does get a little more rowdy than other events. What are the duties that are outlined to the PD during YO rodeos, uh, well, week?
6: They're the same duties that we always have. We're peace officers. So we're here to keep the peace. Um, we will focus a, a little more on the problem areas. And because of the, the, the sheer number of people, um, we are going to have four officers from the Gillette police department c- c- come, come help us, um, we focus more on the worst case scenario, which is a a drunk driver hitting someone. Uh, So we have increased traffic enforcement in the areas that we've identified as uh, the main DUI corridors. And we also have um, some people downtown, but given the dynamics of this year, so everything's spread out, we're going to have more two, two officer cars. Um, So a single car can um, conduct a traffic stop and process a DUI or respond to a call. Um, the Cheyenne Police Department also has been gracious enough to bring their DUI va- processing van back up um, as part of their grant, and they'll be parked in the same area. Um, so it's just a, a, more presence and more on duty, but what, what we do and how we do it remains the same.
4: Yeah, basically walking through crowds, yeah. uh, ensuring everyone's having a good time. Yeah, and
6: we're, we're not putting on war faces. or No, know, or yeah, something. yeah. this The same police people see all the time with a couple couple extra friends. And we conduct ourselves um, as usual, which is we're as nice to people as they let us be, which is almost always very nice. But every once in a while, people don't allow us to be be friendly, and we have to go into enforcement mode.
5: Exactly. You know, DUIs have always been a a large factor during Rodeo Week, unfortunately. um, There's been some tragic incidents surrounding um, DUIs. So there's a focus on DUI enforcement during that time, and, and encouragement to people to find alternative rides home. As part of that, we are offering the free rides home again from the events, and it's going to look a little different. We've always before when it was one consolidated area, we had a central location where it was a pickup, and it's a free ride home anywhere in the city limits of Sheridan for for uh, event goers. This time, there, since there's smaller events in different areas, it'll, it'll kind of be a loop system that uh, our drivers will just. Kind of go up to each event and say, "Anybody need a ride home?" And we're going to try to provide that. We're going to provide that again this year in attempts to to provide people with alternative me- means of getting home, other than getting behind the wheel when they've had too much to drink. Because again, we have had some tragedies surrounding Rodeo Week, and we don't want that. Yeah. Uh, we also, you know, we always talk. We work with the Highway Patrol to increase our enforcement and our presence when it comes to strictly to DUI enforcement. So that's going to be an ongoing conversation again, and it's just a, the way to. Really mitigated tragedy for a family who's in town trying to have a great weekend. Exactly,
4: and it would be great to get through Wild Rodeo Week with zero DUIs. I mean, there's really no excuse. No, to get no. a DUI, you you can get a ride home uh, for free from our police office. That's that's pretty. I mean, you you got nothing else you can really yeah. give.
6: I mean, this goes back to planning. It, it's a free ride, so it may not the van may not be there instantaneously, but with yeah, the you patience, may have to wait a, a few it, minutes. It yeah. get you home. It, it beats spending the night in jail. Now, h- how can
4: community members help to ensure that these events go smooth when when we do have them?
6: Um, they can. Uh, the main way is to keep an eye out um, for. For the notices, um, for instance, third Thursday requires the uh, getting all the cars off Main Street and and some of the side streets. There's should be let should be electric signs, um, sign boards at each end of uh, Main Street, saying when street's going to be closed at this uh, place and time. So, and also um, the uh, the event should notify people. Um, yeah, where, where parking would be um, prohibited.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of a yeah on the organizers there to say hey we're taking this street over here yeah it's,
6: and uh, it's also up to the organizers to, to notify um neighboring businesses and residents that so what's going on so yeah. not talking strictly third thursday but if someone has an event so if have to want to have a block a block off on for a block party or they have to tell the neighbors um well, geez that's just common down. courtesy i yeah, mean <laughs> yeah and and the downtown the the downtown people um have it down the that's a science <laughs> yeah, absolutely uh, we're very good at it and we get very few complaints from from the businesses but we are very careful that and mindful when we do approve an event that it can have impacts on on businesses and that's something we try to avoid as for our discussions in the past about um parades on main street
4: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you don't want to have an event and uh, kind of take business away from your your neighbor that's that's not what it's about downtown i i, I And maybe it's because I sit in this chair, but I look at the downtown as, like, one organism Mm -hmm. uh, within our city. All right. When we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan Police Department. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
1: This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming, is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
7: You know, it doesn't take years of experience pouring over spreadsheets of other people's money to figure out that Wyoming doesn't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem, and that's our money. Additionally, all of that experience is meaningless if your representative doesn't have a genuine conservative perspective and a backbone. I'm Ken Pendergraf. I'm a combat veteran because I chose to be. Married 40 years because I choose to be, and promises are meant to be kept. I'm a preacher because I'm called to be, and I'm a conservative Republican because I value those ideals that made this country great. This message is paid for by the committee to elect Ken Pendergraft to House District 29. I am Ken Pendergraft, and I'm asking for your vote on August 16. I approve this message, and you should too.
0: Are you facing foreclosure or pre-foreclosure, and you don't know what to do? Do you want to still be able to walk away with some equity before you lose your property? Why Innovation is here to help. Why Our Innovation will come to your home, evaluate the value, and make your cash offer with minimal bank involvement. You can avoid the foreclosure process, keep your record clean, and walk away with some equity. Find out more at whyourinnovation.com or find them on Facebook.
2: There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive-thru workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of
0: those faces. Get your $1 any size hot coffee with caramel paired with a sausage McMuffin. Right now, buy one sausage McMuffin and get another one for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. The SheridanMedia.com online auction ends tonight. Get your bids in. We've got a brand new JMoto moto Youth ATV from Handos for just $750 is the starting bid. Retails for over $1,500. This ATV is perfect for children. Top speed, 30 miles an hour, rear disc brakes. If you have young kids or grandkids, perfect starter ATV. This and a whole lot more is on right now, but the bidding ends tonight at sharedomedia.com.
4: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends over there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am with the Sheridan Police Chief, Travis Koltiska, and Captain Tom Ringley. We're discussing the upcoming events that are going to be taking place here in Sheridan. Some have already taken place. And what is the role of the Sheridan Police Department in providing security, safety, and uh, as we were discussing just before the break, even rides home for individuals who may have had just a bit too much to drink, uh when i was a drinker uh which i'm pretty open about this on the show uh i did uh you know <laughs> i get rides home all the time cuz uh one too much we've all been there now some changes have happened with the barricades regarding uh what what event was that where the barricade responsibilities have changed that's
6: now. um pretty the uh Sheridan rodeo parade and Historically, we st- would start setting up the barricades at, at five in the morning.
4: Yeah, um, yeah.
6: And we're getting, we're not doing that anymore for several reasons. First of all, we don't do it for anyone else. But second, second of all, um, it puts the reminds the event organizers of the responsibility that they have to, to keep the uh, public safe. And third, it's a drain on our uh, on our uh, staff. Um, We have officers working all night and then staying late to make sure that everything's set up and then guys coming in early that are going to have to work that night um, to also man the barricades and and set up the help set up. This year we will have officers at major uh, entrance points such as fifth and Val Vista. Um, But the the rodeo uh, parade organizers have really stepped up and did not blink an eye um, when we, uh, presented our, our plan to them. Yeah. Um, so th- they've been just fantastic and they're in constant touch with us and they're completely on board and we're, we're excited about having a great event and maybe not uh, draining our officers quite so much.
5: You know, uh, it, we've had so much experience with this. I mean, I think I've re- facilitated most of that setup up and teardown of that parade for the last seven or eight years. Um, and it is absolutely exhausting and a drain and, and, we're still going to provide that guidance, and I've, we've had many meetings with with the parade organizer and kind of what works well when you're setting up and taking down. There's a good, there's a method to it, and so we're still going to work with them and still provide that guidance. But the actual physical resource behind that, our officers have other responsibilities, yeah, and they need yeah. to make sure. You know, we have a lot of people egressing that area or coming in, and so they need to really make sure that that traffic flow moves well. That pedestrian safety is critical, so that I, we want them to focus on that. While, uh, while the barricades, the physical barriers, are being set up by other individuals. And so yeah, and purpose.
4: it's one of those duties that I think, uh, you know, heck, you could probably even get a couple volunteers to be happy to go out there and Absolutely. do that. Yep. Um, I know uh, it, it takes uh, Sheridan Media a little while to get the trailer all set up, so we try to get out there nice and early as well. And, and So does the Sheridan Police Department, Ever provide police escorts for individuals uh, taking part in these events at all?
6: We used to on limited re- on limited occasions, um, but we're we're not we don't do that anymore. With one exception, and the exception is we will provide a funeral escort if the flags at half staff. Um, yeah. The last example was when uh, Sheridan was lucky enough to host the remains of a Korean War um, uh, veteran. I remember good. that veteran. And yeah, th- th- that that was an honor for us. But we, if we can't provide an escort for everyone, then it, it's not fair to, to provide one for anyone. Um, so some of the parades where we used to have an escort on Main Street when it was four lanes, um, we 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 would, but we're not. We can't do that anymore because it's it's not safe. Um, there's. Um, So we would ask people who want to have a parade to seek alternate routes. Yeah, Um, yeah. Or or use the sidewalk. I mean, we've had we had the. I keep going back to the the BLM um, event that we actually all enjoyed. That was a fantastic event. It was all on the sidewalks. Yeah, across a few side streets. but generally, it, it didn't require us there, except to provide for their safety and to, to keep nonsense away from the event. You and I met at that event. Yep. <laughs> you know what?
5: One, yeah. one thing that has occurred, and you know, we've had a couple state championship high school teams come into town, and and they get in late at night. It, it, a lot of it's dynamics of the traffic and the timing, uh, the amount of resources needed to maintain a safe event. We've had several requests of, of escorts of you know large groups, whether it's motorcycles or classic cars or whatever it could be. And we and we have to tell them no, unfortunately, because the amount of officers we don't have the amount of officers necessary to block intersections to provide for their safety. Yep. Uh, And that's that's the you know we're talking a, a school bus full of a returning state championship team, and we tell everybody listen we may get in front and get behind that school bus, but it's not an escort. It's not a parade route. Everyone else has to obey every traffic law, just like you're driving down the street. Still got to stop at uh, that light. Y- you may see us in front of a school bus or behind it, but they, but it's, that's not an escort. It's that's one vehicle. Um, we had some wounded warriors coming to town several years ago. You know, some some veterans, and it was one vehicle, and and that's a little different. Uh, the Korean War vet was obviously a major difference. This this that young man that was returning. So it, it's just not a safe environment. We can't do large scale. We don't have the volume. The rodeo parade, which is, you know, takes a lot, a lot of resources on other entities. Um, that's that's a parade function there, and that's a totally different animal. Yeah, yeah.
4: And I'm, I, I think it's really important that uh, people understand this. You know, you guys aren't sitting off to the sidelines here. Uh, you guys are doing other duties uh, that the police are supposed to do.
6: Yeah. And uh, another thing that's <coughs> important that people need to realize is, when we plan for an event such as a parade, we don't care what the message is. We don't take that into consideration. We're providing for safety and making sure everything matches up with ordinances, statutes, and oh, oh by the way, the Constitution. Um, and that's a misconception about law enforcement nationwide. We, we don't. We're not even listening half the time than what people are saying at these events we're just yeah. keeping an eye out to, to keep them safe you're doing your job sure i mean and and some
4: people might think uh you know get that uh misinterpretation of why you're out there you're out there to make sure a everyone is safe at the event uh and that's pretty much it right there it's, is this safe it and stops it, there. yeah and 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 <coughs> yeah i'm glad you delivered that message captain well, I want to thank you both for coming in this morning. Please be safe, and uh, m- best of luck uh, going into the summer season. Tomorrow's a big day.
6: Uh, ha- having said all that, we- we're really looking forward to this summer. Our our, our ladies and gentlemen enjoy the summer. That We're hiring people that want to get out and talk to people, and it, it just makes everything fun for us. Community policing makes all
4: the difference. Absolutely. All right, when we return, we're going to speak with the mayor of Buffalo this it's public pulse at 930K R a week at 103.9 FM,
1: share it in. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC
5: with Harker-Mellinger, LLC. Since 1983, Harker-Mellinger has been a leading accounting firm in Sheridan. We are here to help you succeed in your business and provide services which are customized to meet your financial needs and allows you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. 672-0785 in Sheridan. Harker-Mellinger, our focus is where you're going, not where you've
7: been.
3: Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at KaneFuneral.com. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo
0: anymore. The Y.O. is bigger, better and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com.
2: Hi, I'm Chad Axman with the Tongue River Valley Community Center. We would like to invite all youth, grades 1 through 12, to participate in our Missoula Children's Theater Camp, June 20th through the 25th. Participation is free, and our production this year will be The Jungle Book, with performances on Friday the 24th and Saturday the 25th. For more information, please give us a call at 307-655-9419, trvcc.org, stop by the auditions at 10 a.m. on June 20th at Tongue River High School. Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different Serta mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers eye comfort and eye comfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high quality memory foam but don't sleep hot. Cerda's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Welcome
4: back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. We're brought to you by our buddies over there at Eliason Financial. And joining me for the next part of our show is the mayor of Buffalo, Mr. Shane Schrader. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good
8: morning. It's a beautiful things up in sunny Sheridan.
4: Oh, it's absolutely beautiful here. How is it
8: over there, sir? Uh, It's another gorgeous day in Buffalo.
4: That's good to hear. How How are how are things going in Buffalo the uh, the past couple of weeks?
8: Well, they're phenomenal. It's Buffalo. I mean, they, they always go phenomenal in Buffalo. You know, things are getting busy. Main Street's getting busy. Seeing a lot of out-of-town cars, a lot of out-of-town people. It's good to stop and visit with people on Main Street and see where they're from and what brought them to Buffalo. And, you know, amazingly enough, talking with, with people from out-of-town and, you know, even some from other countries this is an annual almost pilgrimage for them to come to buffalo and they they always request the same room at the same hotel and they go off and do their their fun stuff
4: well that's that's amazing uh to hear that buffalo is a destination for folks which which kind of segues into my next question uh i just spoke with the sheridan pd regarding some of the the closures up in Yellowstone because of the unfortunate mm-hmm. flooding. Have you recently, within just the last couple of days, seen increased traffic?
8: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's such an unfortunate event that's going on in Yellowstone and Red Lodge. And I see there was some water spilling over on the news, you know, up in Livingston and, you know, a lot of the other you know, destination resort, vacation towns, but we'll take their business, and you know that that captures a little bit of business, you know, for us for another day, maybe another another day or two, and people see what Buffalo truly has to offer because there's so much in Buffalo just to see and do, history and all the all the fun stuff that you do when you're on vacation.
4: And I th- I'll admit, you know, uh, my first day in Buffalo, it actually came up on a, uh, on one of those Facebook memory things. Um, I visited the Jim Getchall Museum because I didn't know anything about Buffalo. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, in a different part of the state and went south uh, to, like, Rock Springs, Laramie area, as opposed to coming north. And so I knew very little about Johnson County, Sheridan County, and so... I went into the museum and and learned the rich history over there uh which which just kind of blew my mind you know I felt like I'd been missing a huge portion of uh, my Wyoming history uh, and and in some cases some of the most important history within our state right there in Johnson County
8: now I mean our, our state flag is from Buffalo yeah yeah I mean you go you go back to that that part of the history of Buffalo and even even our state flag is from right here in Buffalo. So that's pretty amazing.
4: And it really, really is. And, uh, you know, they've got that display up there at the museum. If you're interested in that, you can just head on over there and check that out. Now, I, I do know that the Buffalo City Council is in the process of approving your annual budget. And, uh, yeah. you know, switching topics on you. How did the budget process go this year?
1: Um. It
8: went good. It went as fun and as exciting, and there might have been a wee touch of sarcasm in there, <laughs> uh, as any budget season goes for any municipality. However, I'm pretty proud of what came out of it. Um, you know, we actually reduced our spending this year. Oh, fantastic. So, so we're still getting all of our projects done, and we're still moving forward, And but it was nice to be able to. In the, off the top of my head, I think it was about three hundred and some thousand dollars less we spent this year compared to last year.
4: Now, when you were sitting down with the budget, uh, you know dis- discussions among uh, other officials throughout the state. Um, I'm trying to find out just what is the impact of gas price increases on your budget on your police force there, on your fire, all of it. It, it. Was this a factor that the city council sat down and, and really tried to look at?
8: Oh, absolutely. I mean that's those are the figures that the department heads and, you know, Julie down at City Hall and myself and the council, we have to look at it and ask those questions because You know, we're on our second reading. Next week will be our third and final reading on appropriations for the city. So you have to ask the question of where is it going to stop? And really, nobody knows, I don't think, at this point, if there is going to be a cap on on the price per gallon of, you know, fuels, gas, and diesel.
4: Has uh, uh, public works department head Les Hook come over and uh, had a conversation with you guys yet regarding um, use of his equipment? Because uh, I know diesel is just through the through the roof.
8: It is, and you know some of it you unfortunately have to chalk up as that's the price of doing business. Uh, you know they're, I know that they're always looking at ways, you know whether it's public works or whichever department it is, how do you, how do you, um, conserve on fuel? You know, you turn your pickup off and start it when you need to, you know, do you operate only the equipment that you have to operate when you have to operate it? And those are all things that they're, they're pretty frugal on with the department heads. So it's, it's always a constant reminder, and it has been a constant reminder even in past administrations, you know, of how do you save, you know, penny wise.
4: Yeah, where and when. Hmm. Now, now I, I I know a lot of the department heads over there, and honestly, a great group of folks. Um, you said that you guys managed to save quite a bit of money this year. You've reduced your spending hmm where, where did the majority of that reduction come from?
8: Uh, you know, just, you, you know, as we've talked about before, you take a want list and a need list and make sure that it's on the need list. Some of the stuff is some of our projects are going to be finished up, some of our longer-term projects. Some of them are, you know, you have department heads that if somebody retired out, you know, you – sit and reevaluate and was that a position that was truly needed can we get through this year you know with less staffing um do you need this piece of equipment versus that piece of equipment um you take a look at you know well we've always ordered from this company but you know now we're doing obviously more comparison shopping and comparison pricing you know and how how do you get stuff accomplished and how do you get it done on on less
4: dollars. Yeah. And now, uh, I do believe that the tax that uh, was enacted, I think it was maybe two, two and a half years ago, to get those streets fixed over there in Buffalo, Mm -hmm. I do believe that is sunset uh, a while ago, because the streets have paid for themselves Uh, through
8: sales tax. So a specific purpose tax, I think that's one that you're talking about, the, the Fetterman and Flatiron Project? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so because it was a specific purpose tax, you have, if more tax dollars come in than what the project cost, then those have to go into reserves and can only be used for those projects. So between the two uh, clerk treasurers, I do believe it'll sunset a little bit early and you know that way we end up where we need to be and that should be sunsetting off here shortly July August maybe so it hasn't sunset yet but it's it's pretty close it, it, it is close so that's that was a uh, about a 7.3 million dollar project um, so it's going to be good so we're going from, we'll be going from 6 cents tax to back to 5
5: cents
4: now has has anybody approach the city council or you even just in conversation regarding uh, you know hey that was a great idea it worked out very well uh, I don't know I, I live over there and I don't know about anybody else but it didn't have a huge impact on, on my spending but has anybody it, approached it, you about maybe doing something like that in the future
8: oh yes there there are conversations that, that are had um, whether we need to look at it again or not and, you know, I don't know if it will happen this year because it has to get on the ballot. And and but maybe next year, we'll we'll kick around some ideas and talk to some folks and see what people think. Now but, it, it, but it has been discussed before if we if we need to look at another uh, project. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then uh, streets primarily are, are what people are discussing or is, yeah. is there something else?
8: Streets and infrastructure, um, you know, do we need to look at maybe some other projects that, that need it? That's a possibility. So I think we'd have to prioritize and see which project would fit the bill the best.
2: Yeah.
4: And really, it's it's all down to the public, isn't it? Because it gets put on the yeah. ballot. Mm-hmm.
8: I mean, it's—and that's a good thing that it would have to go on the ballot, because you know, it gives a much broader idea, and and more more opinions are better than just a few when it comes to those, those amounts of dollars.
4: Absolutely. Now, how do you personally prepare for your budget season, sir? Are you the type of person who likes to go in and put eyes on every little thing? Uh, and I'm not saying micromanage, but what I am saying is I just – I just wanna look at everything and, and, and understand how it's spent. Or or are you the type of person who looks at your department head and says, You know what? You've got a handle on this.
8: I am a you got a handle on it. I I've never liked to been micromanaged in, in my life and my past career and we have people in place to do a job and we I trust them to to get the job done. Um I'm not an expert in law enforcement. I'm not an expert in how chip seal works or the the fundamentals of asphalt or – I know that water runs downhill (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to the water department and that type of thing. But they're the people that have been doing it for years. They're they're the department head. They're the advisors and, you know – my ace in the hole, or my secret weapon or whatever you want to call it, is Julie and uh, you know our city clerk treasurer and you know they've they've been in their positions for for quite some time um you know um Chief Bissett's our newest department head and but he's got a ton of experience in law enforcement, so he knows how it works, and you have to you have to trust your advisors. And the, the, my advisors are the department heads, so. Yeah, yeah, Good And, advice. you know, over, over the last couple of years, you know, with what all municipalities have been dealing with, not just Buffalo, um, every community in the country has had to deal with this, every municipality, most of our budgets are coming in the same as they were the year before or less now. You know, obviously you got um, in price increases on everything. That's that's the nature of doing business. So you adjust those. But if we don't need it, we just don't get it right now. Yeah. There's wants and needs.
4: Yeah. Okay. Same yeah.
8: with your same with a home budget or or a business budget. You know. Exactly. Would that... it be nice to have a new Escalade sitting in my driveway? <laughs> well, but, yeah. Right. You know, my, My my 2014 GMC pickup works just fine, so and I think that's the way, you know, our our department heads are looking at it is you you fix it and keep it running a little bit longer instead of having to buy a half a million dollar piece of equipment, you can make this repair work and, and get it through.
4: Absolutely. Mr. Mayor, I got to go. I want to thank you for calling us this morning and keeping us informed on everything that's going on over there in Buffalo. Thank hey, you so much, sir.
8: I never had a chance to congratulate you and your team. It looks like you kind of cleaned up over in Cody at a <laughs> at an awards banquet.
4: <laughs> we did our best, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share
1: This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming, is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
3: Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan, online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Pittsburgh Paint, with over
2: 135 years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days I'm a week. I'm
3: talking with Candace crane from sheridan honda
5: tommy hi did you know that honda has the best gas mileage of any national brand
3: oh that's huge these days
5: it definitely is and it's no secret that new cars are hard to find so honda's offering more peace of mind when buying used the honda certified warranty comes with extended powertrain coverage a free oil change and 90 days of series xm radio
3: discover the best way to buy used at sheridan honda stop in today
2: Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch
7: Services carries many types of gravel scoria topsoil and landscaping products check out wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials
4: that can be picked up from the yard or delivered wagner ranch services 13 industrial
0: lane 307-752-2787 open monday through friday from
2: seven
1: to five ouch have you seen these prices they just keep going
0: up And Washington's too busy fighting to work on solutions.
2: Nothing gets done. We need
1: fewer D.C. divas and more problem solvers. I
3: know. That's why I'm supporting
6: Harriet Hageman. She supports bipartisan efforts to increase American energy independence
7: and help bring more of the supply chain back to the U.S. Harriet Hageman, you said? That's right. I'm voting for Harriet.
0: OutRider PAC for Four is responsible for the content of this advertisement. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates' committee.
7: OutriderPack.com.
0: From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP News Talk Nine Thirty.
7: K R O E.